This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. You can find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to, I was going to do something else, welcome to Story Over Everything, episode 26, this is going to be airing July 7, 2023, uh, the subject is Growbug Tales audiobook number three. I will warn you that the audiobook that you're about to hear from me is subject to change, and that's because I do not necessarily have the story finalized, it's probably 90% close, but you know, if I find any more errors in proofreading or anything like that, I will correct those, and if anything changes in uh, the process of me finishing my Growbug Tales book, short book, novel, I don't know what to call it, chapter book, chapter book is a good catch-all term, uh, then I will make adjustments as needed. So, uh, this week has been kind of crazy for me, by the way. Uh, I'm feeling, I, I feel slightly guilty about making this episode the way I'm making it, but then again, this is supposed to be the chronicles of an author, artist, and analyzer, and that's what I'm doing. I'm chronicling all these things. So, I've been, for the most part, for the last two weeks, I believe, drawing uh, six to seven days a week and writing six to seven days a week. There was one week where I totally missed out on writing and drawing, or one day where I totally missed out on writing and drawing, but I'm trying to build the habit for myself. And I've talked about this in previous episodes that I needed to cultivate this, this discipline within myself so that I'm becoming, well, more of who I want to be. I'm becoming the creative force that I want to be. And uh, this is the week of the 4th of July. Uh, I don't exactly know what happened or how I ran out of time, but I did run out of time to prep everything for story over everything, over everything like I wanted to. I did, however, take the time earlier this week to record uh, Rex and the Titanic Tantrum, and I published that on mjmunoz.com, and I thought, you know what, I'm actually going to package that into an episode here on Story Over Everything. Uh, as part of my marketing and part of my plan for making myself uh, as widely known as possible and as, I guess, in whatever market I want to be for the subgenres of stuff that I'm writing, uh, I want to publish, I, I want, I'm reading what I want to write and I'm also uh, publishing, you know, podcast review type stuff in the fields that I want to be working in as well. So I'm talking about, I want to do a world of superheroes and that's kind of inspired by Tokusatsu because uh, that's a thing I'm into from Japan. And I also have been inspired by a lot of anime because I think anime has, or you know, a lot of the anime that I've seen has excellent writing in it, which is based in the manga, which is the comic books, right, uh, from Japan. So uh, a lot of my influences are there, so I'm reading that stuff, and that's informing my writing, and I figure I may as well put myself in those markets, in those marketplaces, uh, offering commentary and discussion of those things as well to you know, stay relevant in that field. So I'm working in the genre, I'm reading the genre, I'm writing the genre. That's that's everything I'm doing. And Growbug Tales uh, falls in a weird place with that. It's kid lit. Uh, I mean, these are children's picture books, but the Growbug Tales chapter book tells a bigger, you know, more mature story, more encompassing, even though it's also about kids, but they're, you know, Growbug kids, <laughs> which is strange. Um, but it's still, it's still, you know, it's, you know, it's Harry Potter, it's, uh, um, I was going to say Young X-Men, but I don't think it's a thing. I, I can't think of any other examples right now, but it's, it's a group of young people learning to become uh, the people that... It's the, you know, the Jedi Padawan books. It's that kind of thing, where it's you know, kids in school, basically, except they happen to be grow bugs in this... or the, you know, magical bugs in this instance, who are learning lessons and facing 
crises and learning things and growing into who they could be, who they need to be. So it's, you know, that's what I'm writing. But, you know, they're bugs. Um, they transform in weird ways in the picture books with, you know, that feature them teaming up with kids, basically. And uh, in their own book, they have these magical powers with light that can do different things. And uh, anyway, so yeah, like I said, I'm putting myself in all these different areas. And uh, part of that scheme is I need to make sure that the back end stuff for the podcast, like I'm as wide as possible and or as widely distributed as possible, I should say. Uh, I also want to publish wide, but that's different as far as books are concerned. So uh, as part of my process, uh, I need to do all this back end work. And it's kind of like, I need, it's, <laughs> there's a phrase, buy once, cry once. Um, and I think the, the unsaid uh, corollary or, you know, finishing or third element to that is, and never cry again. You know, you don't have to go through this again. You buy once, you cry once, and then you're done. So uh, I need to put in the effort. I need to uh, try once and cry once as far as um, doing all the back end stuff on my podcast to get them as widely distributed as possible. So that being said, or so that is that being said i also want to make sure that my growbug tales children's picture books are uh available i do not possess the current art skill or or rather i wouldn't hire myself to do the art for this book that's true uh and or for these five books actually and the six with the cover um so i wouldn't hire myself to do the art for these so i do need to hire somebody else but in order to hire somebody else i need to get together capital get together funds for that uh, I would like to do a crowdfunding campaign. However, I'd like all six books to be done 100% as far as the words are concerned. Uh, I did um, storyboards for books one and two, I believe, and books three, four, and five have no storyboards yet. Uh, book six doesn't need storyboards. However, I do believe that the way I describe the scenes, it'd be pretty, you know, it wouldn't, it'd be minimal work to go through and make storyboards from that, or I could just let the artist do it. We'll see how the first two books go, but anyway, um, because, uh, I need to have the books completely done, uh, I've decided to, uh, read them aloud and record that and put them out as audiobooks. And when I've done this sort of thing in the past, I found that reading aloud your writing enables you to discover terrible mistakes that you made in the writing and fix it. So, uh, the Ava and the Growbug book, which that's no longer what it's called, uh, was written and recorded months ago. Uh, or it was written a long time ago, but it was recorded and put up on the website months ago. Rex and the Titanic Tantrum is going up, or has gone up this week, and it will be included, or included in this recording. The next couple weeks of Story Over Everything, I will see how much time I have. Uh, I will try to, over the course of the next three weeks, and hopefully by the last, well, I hope for the next couple weeks to release one by one, if I can, if I have enough time, uh, the other, the remaining books, which, no, I won't have enough time. I'll have to double up somewhere, but anyway, I will double up somewhere. I'm going to release all uh, four, or, sorry, by the time July's over, I will have published and released to the website all of the Growbug books. In fact, you know, I'm going to call an audible right now. I'm going to put Growbug book one and Growbug book two in this recording. Growbug book three is the longest, so it might be on a solo episode next week. And then two weeks from now, which will be the third Friday of July, I will have published, hopefully by then, four and five. And then the final week of July, I will go ahead and do my uh, children's, my, uh, you know, I will do my uh, 
skimming leaves, casual book chat about George MacDonald's uh, The Princess and Curdie, which is, I believe what it's called. The first book in his duology there is called The Princess and the Goblin. The second book is called The Princess and Curdie. And it's, well, the first book is excellent. My daughter has read them both. She says they're amazing. And that the second one is so much better than the first. So uh, here's hoping that, you know, I enjoy it and you enjoy it as much as she did or more. And that it's that much better than uh, The Princess and the Goblin. But anyway, um, so yeah, that's the plan. And after that long preamble, uh, I'm letting you know that I, you know, just to recap, I'm letting you that I've, you know, how much I've been working on writing, and I've, I'm almost done with chapter eight of Growbug Tales, which is the chapter book telling a larger story of the Growbugs. It includes cameos, basically, of the five heroic Growbug guardians from the Growbug Tales books that, you know, the, the Growbug picture books, and then it has its own cast of characters as well who are exclusive to this chapter book and who have a bigger story. It, um, the, the more I'm doing, the, the better I'm liking what's going on and the more I'm liking this uh, pair of antagon- or protagonists that I have sharing this Growbug Tales chapter book story. And uh, as soon as I'm done, I'm almost done with chapter 8, but in, in, this last, in the last stages of chapter 8, I'm setting up kind of the rest of the book and I'm really solidifying that... Uh, this cricket and uh, moth uh, grow bug, who are the stars of it, basically. I'm really setting them up and like presenting them and and putting them in a position of prominence. And then the following chapters, there's going to be uh, basically a war and invasion by these things that want to kill the grow bugs, and it's a fight for survival, and it's going to be really exciting stuff. So, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, somewhere between a quarter and a third of the book, I guess there's only 12 chapters and there's five. So, okay, almost half of the book is kind of, it's retelling the story of the Growbug picture books from the perspective of the Growbugs that are featured in each one of those books. And then uh, they're imparting wisdom and lessons learned to the Growbug cadets, like I said, who are the focus of who are the actual folks of this book, but it's all kind of an ensemble type thing, and I'm feeling really good about that. So, anyway, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and present to you Growbug Book 1, which is Rex and the Titanic Tantrum, and Growbug Book 2, which was formerly called Ava and the Growbug, but is now called Ava and the Radiant Rescue. So I hope you enjoy those, and I hope you look forward to hearing the rest of the Growbug Tales books uh, from me as soon as possible. And if you enjoy them, I hope that you will... uh, come back and support the crowdfunding campaign so I can get an awesome artist to do really cool drawings for the book. I am calm. I am calm. Rex squirmed and kicked and yelled as his mom struggled to set him in the bedroom. I love you and I'm going to make sure we all stay safe. I need to go check on your sister. I'll be back soon. Rex's mom released him from her hug with a kiss on the top of his head. I don't need love. Rex grumbled and scratched the kiss off his head. I need everyone to go away. He flopped on the bed and screamed into a pillow. Yes, you don't need them, a voice whispered as threads of silk streamed around Rex. A fat worm wriggled out from the back of his shirt and inched toward his head. Rex brushed at the worm, but it stayed stuck to him while he groaned and squawked in frustration. A sleek mantis zipped back and forth, snapping the silken threads with its arms and knocking the worm loose. Be gone, foul creature, the mantis chirped. The worm wrapped around the mantis and bit it. Rex turned toward the sudden noises. 
He squeezed his eyes tightly closed as a bright flash filled the room. The mantis's light pulsed and dimmed. Rex screamed and threw a pillow as hard as he could. Moments later, the weird bugs were in the trash, and Rex was hiding under the covers, creeped out by the strange happening. Not long after, teeth, prayers, and songs, Rex was fast asleep. Buzz, thump, buzz, thump, thump, buzz. Rex stirred as the sounds grew closer and louder. The furious buzz stopped, and something thudded against his door. I know where you are, little one, a voice hissed. Ouch! Rex bonked his head when he scrambled to get out from his hiding place under the bed. Rex ducked and swiped at the glowing mantis darting around and rushing at him. He jumped to a pile of toys and threw everything he could at his attacker. With a toy sword, he whacked the mantis against the wall. Scared it would come back again, he stomped on it until it stopped glowing. Whoosh! You won't come back this time, Rex chuckled and closed the bathroom door behind him. Rex tiptoed to the kitchen and said, I think I deserve a little snack after all that. Rex hummed to himself as he busily worked on finishing the last expansion of his dinosaur jungle. The palm tree leaves he was holding suddenly grew so big and heavy that he dropped them. Then he fell, splash, into a sticky orange puddle. He ran from the puddle of orange juice and climbed over a giant chip. How did this happen? Rex stalked at the life-sized, shiny plastic jungle that surrounded him. The whole jungle shook, and toy dinosaurs jumped and jiggled as something big came tromping towards Rex. He dove between boulders and held the palm leaves in place over himself as the enormous thing click-clack clicked closer each moment. A shadow fell over Rex. The jungle was still and quiet. Suddenly, the palms pulled up and away. He panicked and held on as tightly as he could. Rex dangled in front of the snapping mandibles of a gigantic blazing mantis. He let go and fell hard to the green plastic floor. Silken threads wrapped around him, and he bumped across the ground. A spider sailed overhead and landed in front of the mantis. What happened to you, Yah? The spider called to the raging mantis. The two giants tangled, knocking almost every block, dinosaur, and blockman in the jungle. Rex watched in disbelief as Yah shot fire at the spider. The spider circled Yah faster and faster until the mantis was trapped in the web. Kill it! Kill it! Rex shouted. No, the spider answered. Why not? Rex pleaded. Something, the spider struggled with the writhing mantis, is wrong. Ah! In a flash, the spider darted and bit Yah. Hey! Rex cried out in shock. Thank you, Twang, Yah said to the spider. What's wrong with him? Rex asked. It must be the Vexivore. Yah answered as the spider reeled and stumbled. I removed it. Now it is trying to control me. Twang, the spider fell. Be strong, don't give in. The mantis glowed, shining a warm light on the spider. Your light gives me strength, Twang answered. What's happening? Rex whined, now concerned for Twang and no longer afraid of Yah. The mantis turned to Rex and after a moment explained, a Vex tried to hurt you. I came here to stop it, but the Vex controlled me. My friend, Twang, knew we were both in danger and came to save us. What is a Vex? What did I do to it? Rex asked, 
staring at the floor. A vex eats anger and hate. They can use people like farms to grow and harvest enough to feed many of their kind. Rex looked over at the spider. Look, the vex cannot live because Twang is so full of the light of love. Love burns away the anger and hate. Twang vanished like a candle burning out. Back to their normal selves, Rex and Hya talked until the boy was falling asleep. Remember what we talked about, Hya said. I will. I will be strong like Twang, Rex yawned. I know you will. You're a good kid, Rex. And you're a good growbug, Hya. I'll be praying for you and your friends. Rex waved and closed his eyes. Hya flew off looking for another little boy or girl to help face the night, like the growbugs always had and always would. The end. Much to learn I still have. So in the process of making this episode, I realized that I do not have an audio-only backup of Ava and the Growbug. I can access it through my podcast distributor, but it doesn't seem like I can download it from them. So I'm going to need to make sure I keep backups for all of this uh for all these recordings that I'm making because I can't always rely on them. And I even looked on the YouTube channel and apparently I did not um, put Ava and the Growbug on YouTube. I only have it here on uh, the audio podcast format and that does not help me at all because now I cannot access it. I think I'll have to do a re-recording of Ava and the Radiant Rescue. So uh, lessons learned. And uh, I guess that's uh, something to share with all of you. Make sure if you're doing something like this, you keep backups of all your data because now I'm kind of lost and I can't, I got to go back on my word and I can't do what I wanted to do if I want to release this in a timely manner. So here we are. Uh, Again, I hope you enjoyed Rex and the Titanic Tantrum. And if you have any input on it, uh, I'd love to hear it from you. And uh, please look forward to me progressing and becoming a better content creator, content producer, and uh, presenter as well. So anyway, until next time, folks, take care. This is MJ signing out. I hope you enjoyed that. Go to mjmunoz.com to leave any questions, comments, or other feedback you might have. There you can find all of my analysis, art, and fiction. I cover books, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Look around. You're sure to find something else that you'll enjoy as well. This has been a Story Over Everything production.